0: Eric works one-on-one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now, here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned.
1: Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And as always, my co-host Tony Shore. We're excited to have you join us today because we're going to be talking about people that are entering retirement and some of the common concerns and fears they have. So today we're going to be talking about common retirement fears and ways to address those fears. So uh, we want to talk about some solutions to some of these fears, whether they're real or or manifested. So as always, I have Tony Shore with me to help us get along and and figure this out.
0: Well, I think we can do it. I think we can wrap this one up pretty quickly. Uh the 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 fee, the common fear and concern is I am not going to have enough money. That's my fear in retirement, Eric. And and the solution is uh I know Eric Chee. Uh, so I've just I'm just going to borrow some money from my good friend Eric Chee. And then a solution, right? Problem well, Tony- solved.
1: As, as I have told my two children, my 21 and 22-year-old, the bank of Eric Cheek has come to a close. So that's not an option.
0: Uh, you know, because my parents are pretty strapped right now, Eric, so I thought I'd just give you a call. Yeah.
1: The bank was doing a brisk business, I'll tell you. But uh,
0: <laughs> I bet it was. Yeah. I have three kids of my own. I, I know about that bank. Um, get, get ready. Yeah. Yeah. And my parents had to do it for me for a while yep when I was young, but um oh, fortunately not for a long, long time. Well, you know that does sound like a a great topic, and we do need to talk about it in all seriousness, but you know, we like to have fun with it and before we get into our topic of the day, um how have you been, Eric? what have you been up to? Were you watching some football this past weekend? I
1: always like to watch the football, and that's always good, uh especially because I grew up in Denver, and so they uh were able to uh clinch another berth to the Super Bowl, so I was excited about that. It was a nail-biter, though. Um, and other than that, you know, uh, I've been busy with uh, the changes to Social Security, which we've talked about on the show, and I'm doing a lot of workshops for that. Um, market volatility, of course, has got a lot of folks on edge, and they and they should be. Uh, we don't want to have another repeat of 2008, which we don't think is going to occur, but certainly for folks that are getting ready to retire, uh, it could be a, a a time to really review what you have in place and, and certainly get things financially tuned if you don't have them already.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what are some of the more common concerns and fears that, uh, people you've met with, uh, and people who come to you, uh, what are, what are they worried about? Well, uh,
1: the first and foremost is can they afford to retire? Uh, this comes up more and more and sure. You know, that's probably coupled because people aren't getting the returns on their investments that they may have in in prior years and certainly we're in a, a an interest rate environment that is historically low and has been for quite some time and 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 that coupled with the fear of running out of income in retirement, just running out of money. Uh, those are probably the two major ones, and then, you know, healthcare. Uh, people should certainly be concerned about the ongoing increasing cost of healthcare. Uh, I know for those of us that work, uh, we know that healthcare is a big component, and it's a it's an awful big bill that we have to take care of every year, and it's going to be something that needs to be addressed in retirement as well. The market volatility. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, uh, just to name a few, right there, Tony.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of you summarized it nicely there. I, I think it's a good list to start off with. And now, how do you help ease your clients' fears when it comes to this? When it comes to helping ensure that they're not going to run out of income in retirement? That's what I know. That's what my wife and I are worried about when we think about retiring someday.
1: You know that that should be, I think, the number one concern is outliving money. You know, you set up a budget and you say, I'm, I'm going to need this much out of my retirement savings to subsidize things like Social Security. But what if those retirement savings uh, run out and you're still alive? And, um, you know, so you'll make sure that people have income for life. We spend an enormous amount of time in our office uh, working on retirement plans that address that issue right there, making sure that people don't outlive their money. And I, I tell them, I use my own history. You know, I say, you know, my father didn't plan for retirement very well uh, and certainly wasn't successful at doing that. And he ended up on my doorstep in his early sixties. He was a disabled uh, veteran from Korea and just nearly never got his act together financially and ended up living with me for 16 years until he passed away. And, um, I'm sure that wasn't his retirement plan when he was a younger person in his uh, working years. So, uh, and I tell clients, look, my number one goal is to keep you from moving in with your kids, that's it. And then if we have money left over after you and uh, your spouse have passed away, then we wanna make sure it goes to your beneficiaries in the most efficient way. But yeah, certainly number one concern is outliving money. Wanna make sure that people have income for life and they're not, uh, you know, think about someone who's older and they're vulnerable with their health and they don't have any money to even take care of healthcare needs. It's just a tragic situation. So, uh, certainly want to address that. And you know, baby boomers like myself, I know you're much too young to be a baby boomer, Tony, but you know, <laughs> I'm 57, so I'm a baby boomer and baby boomers are starting to retire. And they're retiring at astonishing rates. Baby boomers, uh, They're about 76 million strong, and that's about one quarter of the US population. And so we're all retiring in the next, uh, say, 18 years or so. And the one thing that my clients, my new clients are looking for is, how do I replace my paycheck? You know, I just retired from XYZ company, and I used to get so much every two weeks or so much uh, per month, and how do I replace that paycheck? So. and, and of course, you know, Social Security, they just changed the game on us with uh, Obama's budget that was just signed into law back in November. Uh, Social Security has now uh, removed some of the tools that we used to use to generate additional income through Social Security planning. So uh, that puts more pressure on people's retirement savings. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now, Tony. So uh, I share the concern of people that are preparing for retirement. But I'll tell you one way to alleviate that concern is to have a plan. Uh, folks that want to wing it through retirement, I'll just tell you that your likelihood of making sure everything works out, you're just leaving it to chance. So those folks that have a retirement plan to make sure they're going to have income for life are going to do a lot better than ones that just want to uh, take what we call out here in Nevada, the Las Vegas approach, just roll the dice. Uh, but the trick is to find the most efficient, beneficial way to address this and what asset uh, plan you're going to have For creating this uh, stream of income that's going to last the rest of your life. So, you know, everyone's different, different ages, uh, different spousal arrangements, different income needs, all that stuff. But, you know, there's kind of a general rule of thumb that a retiree is going to need 70 to 80% of their pre-retirement income to maintain their lifestyle. You and I have discussed this before, Tony, and I think people need to plan for 100% of their pre-retirement income. Otherwise, they're going to have to spend less in retirement. And that may sound like a great notion that you're going to spend less when you retire, but I just don't see it a lot in uh, in my practice. Uh, I see folks spend the same amount of money when they retire. So we kind of want to plan for more income than necessary. If we need to back off from it, that's even better. But, you know, there's a lot of different ways that are beneficial, uh, different financial strategies and options and a lot of different tools to help you achieve your goal. And that's what I'm here for.
0: All right. Well, Eric, I think that sounds great. Now, what are some ways that our listeners out there can fill that income need in retirement?
1: Well, you know, there's, there's several different ways to approach it, Tony. But uh, if someone is, uh, uh, if they haven't worked in government their whole career, then Social Security is going to be probably the foundation of income planning for anyone who's about ready to retire. And certainly it's always been a reliable source of income. Now, if someone is a federal worker or a state or county worker and they have a different uh, retirement plan, that may form the foundation uh, of their income plan. But it's going to be something that we call green money, a pension, Social Security, uh, something like that that we build upon. So that's the first source of reliable income. Uh, Those forms are guaranteed. You know what you're going to get every month. And so you just start from there. Now, certainly. In addition to that, most people will find that those sources of income don't generate enough uh, in retirement, and so they need to subsidize those income payments, whether it be a pension or uh, Social Security, with something they've set aside, and so maximizing streams of income comes into play. Uh, With all of the volatility that we've experienced in the last few years of the stock market, we can't just look at our investments the same way we used to when I first got started into this business back in the 80s to provide reliable growth uh, uh, and a steady trajectory of growth through retirement. So a lot of my clients, we look at other ways of gaining and generating lifetime income. So we use tools like fixed indexed annuities, they've gained enormous popularity uh, with the addition of guaranteed riders that uh, guarantee a sufficient amount of income for people uh, in the future. Uh, These are streams of income that they can turn on whenever they choose to. So uh, they can just let the accounts grow and then turn on those streams of income when they feel it's important for them. Now, it's also important to note, Tony, that if you're going to use a financial tool like an insurance product, like an annuity, that you want to make sure that the company is strong. And uh, these guarantees that they talk about are based on the claims paying ability of the insurance companies. But we only use very, very large, solid uh, insurance companies. and, And these products are very good. They're structured for growth and income. And that's what they're designed to do. So they work really good on taking out all of the volatility of the stock market, uh, they either pay a guaranteed interest rate or they're linked to the performance of a stock market index like the S&P 500. But, um, you know, sometimes there's some fees that have them. So you really need to work with a professional that that knows this area of retirement planning to make sure that you can maximize those retirement dollars and, and generate the income you're going to need in retirement.
0: Well, yeah. And, and uh, the next thing on your list, Eric, you mentioned uh, that pre-retirees and retirees we all face this is how to address healthcare and especially in retirement. How you know as we head into healthcare finances change. Uh, how do you address the issue of healthcare, which is really a big concern in retirement, isn't it?
1: If people don't think it is, then I educate them on how important it is. Just think about it. Do you want to be 80 years old and then start having health problems and then and then look at your financial plan and your plan to address healthcare concerns and find that it comes short. I don't want to, and, and nor do my clients. So we definitely need to address it. Uh, most retirees are going to have the availability of Medicare and like social security, Medicare is going to pr- provide a foundation. Um, you know, Medicare uh, just some real quick, you know, from memory, uh, Medicare serves an enormous part of our population. I think the total number of Medicare recipients now is around 50 million retirees. Uh, It's generally for people who are 65 and older, but certainly there are Americans that are under the age of 65 who are disabled uh, and uh, receive Medicare as well. Oh, here's a statistic right here. 41 million of the people that are on Medicare are over the age of 65. Uh, The other less than 10 million are on disability. So uh, Medicare is a crucial factor of retirement. But even with As much as Medicare pays, uh, people need to have a strategy to address what Medicare does not pay for. If Medicare does not pay 100% of your hospital bill, it doesn't pay 100% of your medical costs, and it does not pay 100% of your prescription costs. So uh, there needs to be a plan to address these these things. And certainly, we want to make sure that our clients uh, have strategies and the proper insurance uh, to address these things.
0: Sure. I mean, you know, Eric, you and I uh, on the show, you've told us about, I've asked you a lot about social security maximization and you have strategies to help people maximize how much they get in social security benefits from the government. And uh, it sounds like it's just as important to have a Medicare strategy. And it sounds like there are strategies you can use to maximize Medicare, uh, just like that, right?
1: It is. Yeah. Um, You know, I got my insurance license back in 1986 and and right off the bat, I was working with retirees. And so even back in 1986, there weren't as many choices for retirees back then, but it was still a big financial component for people to plan around. and, and now there's just an abundance of choices. People can stay in original Medicare and get a Medicare supplement or a Medigap policy, or they can opt out of Medicare. They can go to one of the Medicare Advantage plans, which are basically where a, a, an insurance company and a hospital take the place of Medicare. There's a myriad of choices, but whatever choice uh, the Medicare recipient chooses, None of these plans pay 100% of their medical expenses, so they need to address those shortfalls. The same way that we address the shortfalls in Social Security, we want to address the shortfalls in Medicare as well. The first way is educating clients on what Medicare does and does not and then showing them the various options that they can use to uh, fill those gaps uh, in the Medicare plan, whichever way uh, is going to work out best for them. But um, I've got... uh, confident people on staff as well that are Medicare experts that help guide our, our clients through this uh, this maze. But it's something that, again, we don't want people just to wing it and say, well, I'll just do this when I'm 65. People should have a plan that addresses this and and folks that are armed with a income plan know that their income is going to be at a certain level no matter what happens with the stock market whether it's up or down they have an income plan that addresses this we want to do the same thing and apply the same strategies to your health care we want to make sure that whether in good health or poor health uh, you have a plan that that works in uh, all situations
0: Yeah, I think that's so, it's so important uh, to have a plan in place. And Eric, uh, you're a great guy for helping us out and helping our listeners out with that. Um, We have to take a quick commercial break right now. Uh, But before we do, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners?
1: Sure. You know, Tony, whether it's understanding social security benefits or learning about mistakes to avoid, Uh, A lot of times it gets overwhelming and as people approach retirement, they need some resources. So visit my website or give me a call uh, at the office. Uh, My website address is nvretirementplanners.com or you can give me a call at the office at 775-674-2222 to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. It's got some great information to help
0: you prepare for the retirement you work so hard for. All right, we're going to be right back with more from Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned after this. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nevada Retirement Planners, we have found that many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's not simply a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, of Social Security Maximization, please call our office today at 775 674 2222 or visit us online at NVRetirementPlanners.com.
1: Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners, and my co host, Tony Shore. Now we've been talking about some common retirement fears and helpful ways to address those fears. So we touched a little bit on uh, running out of income in retirement and we talked about healthcare and how to address those concerns. Uh, you should have a retirement plan that helps ensure you're gonna have lifetime income. And we encourage you to have a Medicare and healthcare strategy as well. Now both of these can be achieved by working with a financial professionals to help you plan specifically for your needs and your goals.
0: Well, I would agree, Eric, and it's been a great discussion. I I think that uh, there was a fear or concern you listed earlier in the show. Uh, You mentioned how to deal with a volatile market, or you mentioned the current market volatility. I wanted to ask you, what are some solutions you have for folks out there when dealing with a volatile market, especially as you prepare for retirement, or even more so if you're in retirement?
1: Well, you mean like something other than not watching television or listening to the radio?
0: <laughs> is that a bad idea? Hey, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait just a second! We're on the radio. Don't tell I'm going to, to pretend? I'm going to
1: pretend that those things don't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it's it's challenging. You know, just imagine someone that uh, is is a year or so off from retirement and. Their investment plans have gone off the rails. So, you know, first off, when dealing with a volatile market, the most difficult challenge can sometimes be just managing your own emotions. Yeah. Uh, investing for retirement. I mean, it's a difficult process, and I know people want to make sure that they have all the necessary information they need to make educated decisions. They want to make sure that uh, those decisions they make are going to benefit themselves and their love and their loved ones in the long run. So. Uh, You know, you have to understand You have to educate yourself, understanding why you have certain holdings and investments should provide you with the knowledge of how to properly handle your portfolio. Uh, For example, if the market becomes unstable, you can have the confidence to make well-informed decisions on how to handle the change rather than making panic decisions or trying to compensate uh, for sudden uh, unexpected changes in the market or the economy. You know, this also goes back to preparing an investment strategy for you to follow when the market's in flux. I could tell you, Tony, I have a lot of clients that are retired. And with all this market volatility we've experienced since the first of the year, I haven't had a lot of existing clients call because they're well-informed and they all have plans that address market volatility and they all have income plans as well. So um, I can just tell you from First-hand experience that when you have strategies, uh, as I've mentioned on other shows, Tony, the, the the economy is going to expand, and the stock market is going to expand along with it. And at some point, the economy will contract; will go into recession. Uh, the uh, the equity markets will contract as well. And this is a natural cycle that occurs in in our country. and And when you have an income plan and an investment strategy. That addresses all these different market conditions and these different economic cycles. Uh, it it goes a long way ensuring you have a happy and successful retirement.
0: Well, I think that's right, and like you say, with I mean, the market's been so volatile already this year. I you can't you can't try to time the market or play the market, especially as you get older. So having that strategy and that plan is so important. Uh, What should our listeners consider when they create an investment strategy?
1: Well, it needs to be personalized for their situation. Uh, As you and I have talked, you know, no two investors are alike, no two pre-retirees are alike, no two... uh, current retirees are like. Everyone's unique. We all have uh, a different set of numbers we're working with and, and family dynamics. All those things come into play. So uh, you need to have something that, that is very particular to your needs and your goals for retirement and have the, the portfolio that's tailored to your specific objectives, uh, your tolerance for risk, your time horizon, your need for income. And it you you really need to make sure that your portfolio is individually focused on your situation. Um, I know I get a lot of clients from big firms, and they're just thrown into arbitrary categories, and they don't receive the portfolio that sh- they should have to meet their goals and their strategies and. And, and with any investment strategy, always keep in mind that you can get drawn in emotionally to your investments. Some people become cheerleaders for the investments they have where they should just uh, move into a different asset class, for example, and, and you can't control the ups and downs of the markets. You and I know this, I've been in this mm-hmm. business a long time, but you can control how you react and respond to it. And having the foreknowledge to be ready for a volatile market with a tailored, retirement plan and an investment strategy can help make sure you're making the right decisions for your future.
0: So Eric, what are some good rules of thumb then that you use with your clients and people you talk to out there to help them maybe get a handle on how much of their nest egg they need to be placing in principal protected investments versus how much it's okay to have exposed to market risk?
1: Well, again, Tony, Uh, This is where no two investors are alike, but there are some things that we can do uh, to just use as a baseline. Uh, I use the rule of 100 a lot, and we've talked about it on the show here. The rule of 100 uses your age as a baseline in the calculation to help you properly allocate assets. If you subtract your age from 100, this gives an immediate snapshot of what percentage of your retirement assets should be in the market at risk and what percentage of your retirement assets should be in protected money or no risk or low risk alternatives and then adjustments are applied through a detailed risk analysis that i have all my clients take to make sure that the recommendations are based on each client's individual unique tolerance to risk and their uh investment strategy Uh, Now the strategies help reduce your exposure to undesirable market risk. That's what we want is we just want, uh, we want limited exposure to undesirable market risk and volatile market swings, Uh, especially since 2008. I mean, that was a hard lesson. 2008 has still left a lot of marks on people uh, where people resulted, you know, they had significant losses and and that's something if you're retired, you just never really recover from. So we want to be mindful of all those things and, and just make sure that people are well diversified. They have an income plan. And and I'll tell you this, Tony, when you have a good income plan, you don't worry as much on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis of what your investment accounts are doing. Because your your lifestyle typically for retiree is predicated on monthly income. And so if you have a good income retirement plan, uh, and you can look at your investments uh, in the stock market as long-term hedges against inflation to keep your purchasing power intact, uh, that'll go a long way in, uh, in alleviating a lot of the stomach acid that may be generated by watching news reports and, and things about uh, the stock market uh, declining and, and things of that nature.
0: Sure, you don't want to have to rely on the stock market to provide you with income for your monthly bills the you know the basics you know that's you, the way we
1: used to do it, Tony. you know back when I first started uh you know um we never used uh, the first broker dealer I worked for we never used annuities we We just adjusted their asset allocation in the equity and bond markets to adjust risk tolerance that way, but that's proved to be unreliable in these last few years. And you can get a more definitive outcome for a retiree on the income side if we used protected instruments like the fixed index annuities that we talk about.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a good point. You need to have uh, reliable principal protected money to pay those uh, monthly bills, the important stuff to cover the basics, like, like my $500 a month pizza budget. I, that oh. is important. That has to it, be covered. I can't rely on, I can't have m- that money at risk.
1: No, because then you'd be forced to go to, uh, you know, one of these chain pizza parlors that isn't as good as the as yeah. the really good neighborhood places. Exactly. You'd have to downgrade your pizza consumption, which would really be oh, bad. And just think bad. about the chain of events that would fall after that. So,
0: so, but ser- on a serious note, this has been a great topic. And uh, you've pointed out a lot of great things, a great list of fears and concerns and how to deal with them. Uh, great show today, Eric, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to let our listeners know before we have to go today?
1: Well, I would like our listeners to to go to my website and download our retirement income toolkit. Now, that toolkit is very helpful for someone who's thinking about retiring in the next year or two, three years, because it's divided and broken down into four sections. Uh, One is income planning. The other is asset allocation. There's a tax planning uh, area and also legacy planning. And if you use these tools, please remember that everyone could use a little help from a financial professional when planning for their retirement. And as
0: always, I'm more than happy to help. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned. (laughs)